on this week's episode. Dave's very opinionated, and we love him for that. She's bent over the sink, and her boyfriend's eating her ass. Does she have doll parts, or does she have real working parts? Highly recommend Tubi. I'll do that every episode. I do not recommend Tubi. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw 3D was very enjoyable. Oh, oh my ear. The one where he's in the- Hurting my ears. Can I finish? Yeah. We're going to fucking have a cat fight here. Here we go. Fuck the movies. Let's promote. Only, Dave. only. Let's, let's promote Dave's daddiness. <laughs> Dave's very, very daddy. So if anyone's looking for a daddy, just get me some chicks that want that. And you're between yeah. twenty to thirty, and you just need like a hundred bucks a week. <laughs> Preferably stay at home, not at Dave's house. <laughs> We definitely can. We can figure it all we can, out. We can sign them up. Yeah, we can sign them up. Okay, so one dark night. Um, <laughs> so, do you want me to give a little description of it? Tom? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So, I, for um, me, it's just gonna... so Meg Tilly, um, girl in high school. She got a couple friends. Um, wants to be in their sort of clique. Um, they're called the Sisters, if I remember right. And they say to get into our group, you're going to have to stay overnight in this mausoleum where a recently buried, um, like. Serial killer, telekinesis guy was buried. Um, kind of cool guy, though. He's cool. Cool well, looking. We don't really know much about him. I, you know what, Dave? Not, I'm going to say, um, I actually re- rewatched this this morning, and uh, there was one scene in the beginning that I forgot how cool it was. When they went to the crime scene and all the bodies were in the in the closet, Yeah, those it just reminded me of Dawn of the Dead kind of makeup. The way they did it with like the purplish, and they're all real people. Yeah. And if you look carefully, one of them's kind of blinking, and you're like, this is great. Yeah. Like, but it was realistic. It was like he had a pile of dead chicks in his closet. Right. It, it's, the little, it's the little things in this movie that made it worthy-ish. For me, not so much, but we'll get to that. Yeah, whatever. You're <laughs> fucking opinionated lout. So um, so if there's a part you want to jump in, so she signs up. She's going to the thing. The story jumps around. We find out the telekinesis guy has a daughter um, who also has this power, sort of. There's this weird thing where she's married to um, Batman. Um, what's his name? Oh, Adam West. Adam West. Uh, he's terrible. Instead of the pink ladies, we could call him the purple pussies. Yeah, the it was he was terrible. <laughs> so I'm I, I, I want to know what. You're... Why am I the only one? And you know, I look over at Adam and you, and you guys are just like somewhere else. But whatever. I guys, this movie's brilliant. Okay, so tell me why it's brilliant. Because here's my thing. It was boring. It wasn't scary. Well, because we we interrupt and interject each other. So my first thought is when I I've seen this movie a million times. I actually opened up my Blu-ray. and watched it. Um, The weird thing for me is the minute the One Dark Night title came on the screen, I was like, oh, my God, it's a CBS Tuesday night movie. It had the CBS ABC uh, movie of the week. It didn't have a theater feel to it at first. I like it because it's nostalgic for me, and it it just reminds me of my childhood as everything does. Um, I really liked the three girls, uh, EJ Daly from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, later on House of, no, Devil's Rejects. EJ Daly's been in a shitload of movies. She's actually B-movie, um, super, super popular to certain types. Like she, she was in Pee-wee's Adventure. Right. Except she's the girl who doesn't make it to the mausoleum, right. so we don't really care about her. Right, 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 right. She actually gets... To live and just stays home at some right. point, which is really strange. They throw her out of the car. On it's the way strange there. though, like how that because you don't see that a lot in horror. You don't see like one just instantly not, surviving, right? And because then you can, I mean, for desperados like me, you want a part two with her, yeah. You know, but I think the movie is nostalgic. I think there's a ton of um, 
problems with it. But that being said, I still think it's amazing because, like, the three sisters, the, the chick with the toothbrush, come on. Right. Come so one, on. Of, one of the girls has this weird fascination where she has a toothbrush in her mouth all the time just, like, chewing yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, that little stuff is all kind of cutesy. It was just, to me, it never felt scary the jumping back and forth to like the daughter and why the dad's there and how he's going to come back to life. It just all seemed mishmash of like, I was like, you're a story guy. And I, I respect that. But for me, it's more imagery. Like the, like I think the director, the way he like shines, like the mausoleum and like the choices he made for, um, for, for uh, making the movie, it just outshines like the plot, like the whole premise of it was so great and it was such an epic fail plot-wise that if there was enough money, that movie could have been R-rated with a lot of good stuff. Instead, they give you like, – and the worst part for me, um, not to jump ahead too much, but I'm going to – at the end when the two girls die, they're died by, they die by getting crushed by – Well, I was going to say – so when they're they in, the, in the mausoleum, he brings back all the bodies, and they sort of randomly walk around and bump into you. Well, they levitate. They're not walking. They're right. levitating. But then they sort of fall onto the people – and they're like, oh, they're dead. And I was like, what? Are they dead? That's right. the impression that, I got. Huge, that's a huge fail for me. That's yeah. a huge fail. Because it's the like- effects on those on the on the bodies looked good. Um I was doing a little bit of reading on it as I was sitting there going, Whoa, this is insanely bad for me. Mm-hmm. Um the, Would you own this on Blu-ray? Hell no. Okay. I'll I would never watch this again. Mm-hmm. Um a lot of the bodies were um actual corpses that they got from India for the skeletons and things that's really like good that. Quality. Yeah. Um, yeah, that looks much better than the uh, the Tubi version I watched. That's really clear. Yeah, that's crystal. That's, wow. I would rewatch it like that. Maybe I miss things because it looks good, but that is high def. Yeah, Tubi, I, I'm not a Tubi fan. Now, the blonde looks familiar to me, but she might have just been a run-of-the-mill 80s wannabe yeah. Grease. Yeah. You know, but Meg Tilly's sister, well, Meg Tilly played Psycho 2. Yeah. She was big in Psycho 2, but she kind of fell off because her sister was huge in the Chuckies. And I never liked any of that, but right. like the Tillies were were a deal yeah. for a minute, right? She wasn't in one of the Chuckies. Meg, Meg's not in Chuck. Is it Meg? No. Yeah. Oh, it's Jennifer, Jennifer Tilly. Tilly. See, I was right. Oh yeah, you're Meg, right. They look similar. Yeah. But Meg kind of fell off after Psycho Two, and Jennifer took over. Yeah. And Jennifer had a huge run. Still has a huge because she's in yeah. that she's in that USA series. None of this. But fucking she was matters. in bound. She was in. None of this fucking yeah. matters. I just think One Dark Night is for the 40, 50 something that actually lived through the Cinemax, HBO boom, going to the cinemas in the early eighties and seeing things like this because there was nothing else to watch and it, it it was just it was it was one of those movies that just captures the exact time. Of what's yeah. going on in horror. I can see that. My feeling is if you saw this when you were young, you right. probably like it. Exactly. If you're seeing it for the first time now, you're gonna struggle. there's going to have to be reasons that you want to watch it. You And there are going to be reasons. You're going you're probably falling into right. the category of someone like me, not so much Dave, because for me, it's nostalgic. Um, I think there was a lot of uh, good choices, like on direction of how the movie was yeah. was made. Like, it, yeah. they've got uh, just... Great ideas. It's just they're never realized. I would say here, did you notice that the cemetery, when they are um, walking by, when they just showed it, the gravestone was Myers? Isn't Myers M-Y-E-R-S, or is that how they spell it? That's in? how they spell it. He did it purposely for Halloween. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, but I was going to say, here's a movie. It's like, let's not remake Friday the 13th and Evil Dead a million times. Right. Let's remake the movies no one's seen that you can actually improve upon. 
perfect movie ready for a remake. This this would be Let's a great, do it up right with the right proper budget. Let's, yeah, just do it. Yeah, you know, work out the bugs. You've yeah. seen how it can go wrong, so let's fix it. No, absolutely. Um, I, and it, and if you're out there and you want to watch a movie that takes place inside a mausoleum, that's amazing. Just go watch Phantasm. Yeah, Phantasm. <laughs> but this is why I like this because it gives me the the reminders of the classics. This. There's worse there trust me guys there are worse horror f- slasher wannabe slasher movies from the 80s than this. Well it's not a this, slasher movie. Right, this is a spooky movie. Yeah, but it's, Suppose, not, but it's not right. spooky. And you're, these are all Dave's opinions everybody yeah. just remember that. <laughs> Dave's very opinionated and we love him for that. But I'm going to tell you this movie is for people that like atmosphere atmospheric excellent choices in um location. Movies like this is just a great. It's a it's a great throwback to. They can't make a movie like this today. They they're wouldn't not, want to. They're not smart enough. No, they're not smart uh, enough. This movie because could they be, know it'll fail. No, this would not look at Barbarian. Barbarian didn't fail. It's the same kind of fucking premise. Girl goes into an Airbnb, and and decides that she wants to go into the basement and go into the catacombs, and then you, everyone's seen Barbarian. But there's a creature, it's a good movie. But all that works out. This is a dead guy coming back that we don't really explain how. And he shoots lasers out of his eyes and brings back bodies. But Barbarian like, had a ton of holes. Barbarian had a ton of A lot holes. more fun, though. Uh, yeah, it is a lot more fun, but I'm just saying they could do something like this. It, Barbarian and One Dark Knight fall into the same category to me. Oh. They're just like – and Hell Knight. Like going back to Hell Knight, Barbarian and Hell Knight are the same kind of movie. Monsters and you know just bad choices made. But see, the problem today is you have phones. Phones can – Make yeah, movies. you have to change that. You have to change that. Yeah. Like, there's no service here because House of Wax, Paris Hilton, best movie where they dealt with phones in what a do modern they do movie. There? They're driving around. They get out there, and everyone loses reception right away. So the phones are no good ten minutes in, yeah. and they never have them for the rest. I remember that actually. And I was like, I'm glad Fair. they just dealt with it right away and said, Oh, no one has reception. We're done. It's None kinda, of this. My battery's dying. It's kind of like um, Dave and I work in um, a theater, and literally we have really poor, poor reception. So it would be the great backdrop for a horror movie. Yeah. Because I could be like, you know what, guys? I'm getting fucking stalked in a theater and my phone's not working. You're trying to run to the next place to see where am I getting a bar? Right. There's <laughs> like, yeah. if I want a bar, I have to, sometimes I have to go to the mall. Yeah. And if I'm being chased by a fucking killer, I'm going to be like, well, I have no phone. So I'm going to have to get crafty here. Yeah. And like find, you know, right. places to chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's legit. I mean, it's just movies like this. If there was such thing as cell phones, these movies would not. No. It would be one call and it's yeah. over. You so know? I would say. Tom liked it a lot. I was not that much of a fan, but give yeah. it a shot if you want. Um, the director, Tom McLaughlin, went on to do a few other things. Um, he did uh, Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. I believe he wrote it. I don't think he directed that one. I can't remember. Um, he did another Stephen King one, Sometimes They Come Back, and then a lot of stuff that I don't really know. I but mean, he's one of those guys that's probably known in the industry. Maybe. Like horror industry, maybe right, but no. I mean, he's, I don't think he did a lot of. You know horror. what? He's done a Friday the Thirteenth movie, Dave. Let's regardless yeah. if you like it or not, he's yeah. in the franchise. Yeah, it's and fun. people, there are a ton yeah. of people out there that like One Dark Night. Yeah, like so, he's got some legitimate stuff yeah. going on. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I personally don't. Sometimes they come back. Don't. don't isn't that big? Wasn't that big? Um, I don't know if I'd call that big. I mean, it's a Stephen King adaption, but I don't. Oh, okay. I don't know it. I well, never he's got that. some money behind him. I would say give it a watch, guys. I'm not going to bore anybody else with this bullshit. All right. Moving on. Okay, so now we're going to talk about... Yeah, no. A sequel. Yeah. No, we're going to go to Megan. We're going to do Megan next? Okay. So Megan Megan, um, came out last year, um, had a trailer 
that won over everyone on the internet because Megan's this little doll and she dances up a storm. You're going to hear more from Dave than me, guys, just giving you that preface. And people loved the dancing of the doll. So the movie comes out, opens, does really, really well. Um, Rotten Tomatoes, I think it was above an 85 or so. It was just very popular. People really liked it. The critics liked it. They thought it was campy and fun, which is 100% what I felt. Um, Megan works really well as a, you know, the Child's Play trilogy, a terror sort of doll movie. My biggest complaint, she needed to kill more people. Does she have doll parts or does she have real working parts? Um, I don't think she's a real doll. Like, is there is there real parts or is this like Barbie shit? Is what that was the f- demented as I am. I was like, is this is this fucking chick? Is this a chick or is this a fucking robot? Like, to me, it looked really really realistic. Which well, is that's prob- the whole idea of the movie. I understand, but I'm supposed to believe that this is a fucking robot, right? And it's f- it's fucked up. It felt like real a real kid. Well, that's like, and you know, it's kind of perverse. Not from my perspective. Well. I guess what I'm trying to say is I'm glad I'm a, I'm a fucking homosexual because a lot of guys would get off on this. A lot of guys would get off right, on this. Right, but I don't think people that, went that way with it. I'm just saying when you have a 15-year-old doing the dances she was doing and acting the way she was doing, and there was a lot of undertones of, you know, blow me's and, and the vibe was there. The yeah. vibe was there. She was very – I'm not saying she was sexual, but the vi- there was an undertone of, of sexualness to this to this doll, quote-unquote doll, right. which weirded me out. I was like – like she just seemed loose. Like she – like she – it, it right. felt real. And I'm supposed to believe this is a robot. That's where I started. Well, that, but, it, but you say robot, but the whole idea was AI. It's learning. It's supposed to act so like a real person. So does she have real parts? No, it's a robot. Okay, thank you. That has AI, so it's going to be real. Okay. It's like data from the Star Trek movies. It's any of those sort of things where you get – it's like Blade Runner if you believe Decker's a robot, whatever. It's all these things are androids, yeah. so they're very Very realistic. slick, very stylish, very incredible. There's The only thing – look, th- this was – it's awesome to see this kind of thing in the theater. But for me, I just – I was just – I was bored because it was predictable – there was a ton of money put into this. Oh yeah, and I. But it, the whole thing was predictable to me. But but I'm not going to sit here and trash it because you know what? I can see where people like it, and I get it. And I'm actually a pre, I'm, I'm appreciative of people liking right. this because this is what we need to get people yeah. to understand where we come from. Yeah. But for me, I had a lot of questions. Like, like there were times where I was like, "Wow, she's like horny fifteen year old girl. This is really really inappropriate." But I don't remember that at all. She happened. had that vibe. The way she was dancing, Dave, is so pretty. Uh, so she danced in one section. No, she just felt very like she had been around the block. Well, like she, she was very confident. Like it just she well, yeah, exuded. Because she's using the AI to okay. Do that. Okay, I don't know. That's just my take on it. Call me. All right. Call me so crazy. so let's get over the sexual part of her that you pulled out of it. Okay. What about the horror part? Like her tracking the kids, going after the neighbors. All yeah. that stuff is done really well. It is typical. Like they rushed through the neighbor stuff, which I wish they didn't. I wish they had delved just a little bit deeper. Well, do you really want to like see the more pressure than washer? Anyone that's played with a pressure washer knows that you can't just pressure wash someone to death. It's just not happening. Okay. But it was a good. It was a good use of imagery. Right. But oh, it wasn't. But real. you have to accept some of that stuff because. Yeah. No, I, mean, I get it. I mean, look, I'm not gonna sit here and say I didn't like it. I'm just gonna say it's not for me. Okay. It, it just. It didn't. It, she was so realistic that I kept forgetting it was, as you would call an AI doll or an AI robot. I kept looking at her, I was like, oh, this is a crazy little horny girl that's just like going out to kill people. This is the vibe I got okay. from her. And so I understand, but 
I, I'm just appreciative that the, it's out there. And I'll tell you, there's probably going to be three or four of these. Well, they've already greenlit. They're making Megan 2.0. Um, because it ends on a, the chance of a possible sequel. But now, what did you think of Allison Williams, who is the the mom? I think I've seen her in something, right? Well, I, I only know her from one thing. Um, she was in Get Out, but um, oh, I remember yeah. I remember her in the really bad HBO series that I people love and I hated was Girls, the Lena Dunham thing. Never saw it. All right, I, it wasn't for me. Except that Allison Williams has a great scene where um, she's bent over the sink and her boyfriend's eating her ass. Oh, nice. He would love it. Oh, I'm sure. I think she's grateful that she found Megan. I think she is now forever gonna be. Oh yeah, it'll she, be. She she's gonna get stuck in that pigeonhole where she's yeah. gonna be at the conventions because Megan's already at conventions. Well, she's huge though. I mean, her dad's a famous news reporter. There's okay. no. She's not gonna ever be at conventions. Oh okay. She went to Yale. I mean, oh. it's not happening. <laughs> oh, so that keeps her from being at conventions. Good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I do remember her in Get Out. She was she was good in Get Out. Yeah. But um, good for her. I just I don't know. Maybe it's just because I I, I am so pigeonholed. I have pigeonholed myself with movies that uh, I'm just glad I didn't go to the theater to see it and I saw it at home because it was uncut. So there were there was some good. There was the neck cutting scene which was cool. I mean it wasn't it wasn't bad. But then again I'm I'm biased because I really never liked Chucky. I never liked the Chucky vibe. And that's the other thing. Now that we're talking about this. I always look at movies as like, how could I get out of this situation? If I'm being stalked by a Michael Myers or a Jason, those are going to be tricky to get out of. But with these little midget dolls, oh, excuse the word, can you edit that? <laughs> Dave hates when I say that word. <laughs> I'm tapping. <laughs> um, fuck. No, go back to what you're saying. Yeah. Getting out of getting out of it. These pe- yeah. these 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 uh, dolls are too small. I I feel like I could just kick them. I feel like I could just kick them. I mean, and I'd I, be gone. Like, you could get away from him. I could see that with Chucky. Um, but he's demonic, so maybe he would come back. With her, I mean, they do sort of fight her off. She is... Do you know what but I mean, she's though? got strength. I know what, you, I know what you're saying. Dave, yes. are you honestly telling me a guy your size caliber, you have broad shoulders, you know, you're almost six feet, you couldn't just kick Megan and be like, bitch, get out of my way? Well, if she is a robot and she's going crazy, she's going to be strong. Yeah, but I'm talking like... I'm not saying fight her. Just, like, run and be like, okay, I'm in my car. I have. Well, enough. that's what I mean. Like, it just... It, like, these people, I feel like in these... Well, all, that, all, at every camp, couldn't you just get in your car and leave the summer no, camp Jason's and not be No, Jason's around slashed? every corner. Jason's no, around like, every corner. That's just and I, I love Jason. That's Jason ridiculous. and I, you know, we go way back, yeah. man. He's good. I just didn't find her... It, like, I, like I did with Chucky. I never understood yeah. Chucky. I'm like, how are these people all getting killed? Chucky's, like, this tall. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I like, know. two feet tall, and he's like, <laughs> it's like, dude. Dude, just kick them. Yeah. And then get in your car and be like, I don't need to be in this movie anymore. Right. I'm good. But that would be the answer to everything. See, yeah, I know. I know. I, I, I'm a survivalist. I like to know. I like to have, like, ways of getting out of, like, when I watch a movie, I'm like, well, how would I do it? Right. You know, it's like. So how would you have gotten out of the mausoleum? We're going back to One Dark Night. Okay. Well, just because if you're throwing no, no, this no, out there. Good. How would I get out of the mausoleum? Um, I, there was plenty of windows in that movie. There's enough windows. He was using telekinesis to lock them. You know, I probably would have given over and just put his thumb on my forehead and said, fucking telekinically fuck me. Not just fuck me telekinically. Um, another that's thing, not even a word, but another, I love it. Telekinically. <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> telekinically fuck me. I love it. Everyone say it. Telekinically. Yeah, it's a great word. Because um, that's, okay, moving on. No, no. in Megan, one of the things that I did um, think was kind of funny, and it, I haven't read a lot of reviews, so I don't know if it got a lot of press, but when you watch this, you'll realize that the Allison Williams character, who's the mom of um, the girl who gets Megan, is a terrible person. Like, she's a terrible mom. She, I know, I, like, she doesn't take care of the kid. She just gives her the doll to play with. She, she realizes it too late. 
Yeah, when she does, that's which how the is movie. Kinda, which that's is kind of nice. That but I like that. And you know, if we're gonna talk about the plot, I actually appreciated that they said, you know what, they made it so they made her look bad at the end of oh, the yeah. at the end of the movie, Dave. I and we're spoiler alerting, but it's been out enough. Um, at the end of the movie, I was like, oh wow, she's gonna go to jail. So if they do a part two and she's not in jail, I'm gonna be like, that's weird. Well, how would she go to jail? She created the doll that created all the deaths. And they're gonna they're gonna blame it on the um the owner of the company. Fair. That's, I mean, that's I didn't, my guess. No, I didn't think of that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. But I was definitely thinking like she's going to be in trouble so, at some level. Well, they're not. Would, you would think so. You would think that they're going to like, and I hope they don't make a court drama out of it. But no. like, there's they they can't just. I have a feeling they're going to just take a chip and be like, "Ooh, Megan," and they're going to pop it in another. Someone's going to get involved and rebuild well, her. Um, since we're this is a, a spoiler show, we don't care about this. Yeah, don't about listen it. to us um, if you don't like spoilers. We well, ruin the, everything. The Alexa at the end is alive. That's how it's going to come back. Yeah, I see. I'm missing that stuff because I was you didn't so. See, the whole idea was no. There. I did. I did. Yeah, that's that's it. I did. But I I don't think like you do. I'm that's very, that's I'm, that's the sequel. I'm very the Alexa will come back to life. Yeah, I just uh, I think it's worth I think it's worth the watch. I think it's I I, I don't know. I don't know how I I just I, I see a lot of Chuckyus. Chucky stuff going on, yeah. but I think people really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was really fun. My biggest thing was I wanted more deaths. There's a scene when Megan goes to like a school camp to test out a new school. Oh yeah, that you um, know, I, I did daughter. like that scene. And the scene was really great. The girl's getting bullied, and yeah. Megan defends her yeah. and goes after one of the kids. And I was like, I want more of that. I like that her, was so right. well done. I agree, and I liked how she uh, Megan was like crawling on the ground and she was aggressive yeah. and yeah. she but then again I go back to like god this feel like I yeah. forgot she was a robot I'm like look at this little crazy girl like she's and the way she looks at her at her, at her prey it's like yeah. it's very um it's just I don't know it just it seemed very aggressive and yeah. uh and that's not bad it's not bad it's and just you mentioned the sexual aspect the one time that I was like that I felt something they could have done that was the kid who's chasing her when he gets on top of her and he's like slapping her and he keeps talking to her I was just waiting for him to make a line like, my dad has a doll that sort of looks like you or something yeah, of that nature. Yeah, that would have been great. It would have been funny because it's just – that's <laughs> yeah. when she looked really creepy and her hair right. was like all wet and everything. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you on all that. I just I, – I don't know. I just – I find yeah, – look at all that. And I just think uh, – I think this is not going away. And I think this woman who directed it was is going to be very, very rich, you know, and good for her. But see, I, I mean – I believe I, it's a man who directed it. No, it's a woman. Wait, I could have sworn it was Gerard a, Johnstone. Well, they had a woman that was on um, Drew Barrymore. She said she directed it. Really, this is a guy. Then what the hell is that woman's? Is it uh, produced by a woman? Well, there's like nine producers. It wasn't Allison Williams. The oh star. no, she wrote. No, the woman that wrote the she wrote it. She didn't direct it. She wrote it. Who was it written by? That yeah, one. there you go. Okay, yeah, yeah. She was on. Um, oh, she wrote Malignant. Yeah, love she that. Wrote that Megan. movie's fucking bonkers. She wrote Megan. Yeah. Yeah, she, she wrote Malignant. Be. And Hellfest was kind of fun. I like that. And oh, she's, yeah. And she's writing Nun 2. All right. I like she wrote Hellfest. I like that. I, you know, I, I'm not going to get into it, but we, I randomly went on Tubi. I highly recommend Tubi. I'll do that every episode. I do not recommend Tubi. I highly recommend Tubi to anybody out there. Please just watch Tubi. You could actually cut the cord and just be a Tubi person. Um, Hellfest was very good. It was fun. Yeah. I hate new movies, especially direct-to-Tubi movies. Are, are movies that come out and they never see the theater. I get nervous with that, but Hellfest was very interesting. Yeah, I thought Hellfest was fun. Yeah. Is there a part two to that? I doubt it. Yeah. But um, she's also doing The Nun 2, which I cannot wait for. Love that Conjuring series. Is she directing that one or is she just writing? She's writing it. Yeah, she's she, yeah, she's she's definitely really, really great and interesting. Um, good for her. I love women directors in horror. 
Oh my God, Slumber Party Massacre. I could yeah. go on. I mean, there's the movies you think that are directed by men are actually by women, and that's like the best because it's just like strong women, not afraid to give some guy a drill and be really sexual and just be like, dude, a fucking woman yeah. directed this. Relax. Back to your favorite genre, though. You then want them to be raped and revenge everyone. Yeah, I mean, that sounds, so it's really, a woman it sounds thing sinister, but it's, it's, a, it's, it's a not. It's a woman thing that you've got going it's that not we that have I to want delve them to, into. It's, it's like, look, you know what it is? If we're going to go back there again, this is, this is it in a nutshell for me. I like movies of rape and revenge because I love the revenge. There's nothing more satisfying than when a, a woman is wronged and she fucking makes it right. She's she's strong and she's like, you know what? I'm going to go home. I'm going to fucking take a shower. I'm going to take a, a week or two to get my shit together because I've just been ransacked by a bunch of guys, but I'm going to fuck some shit up. No, nope, I love that. I yeah. fucking love that because there's movies where it's the opposite, Dave. Yeah. They either get killed or they just are right. oh, I'm weak. Yeah, you, That's bullshit. The non-wimpy characters. That's bullshit. Much when they're strong Women characters. aren't like that. Yeah. Women are, are are not like that. It's like Amy Steele, Friday the 13th. There part you go. Two. She's crazy. brilliant. Yeah. Fucking Amy Steele rocked that. Okay. She made part two. Yeah. To what it is. No offense to Adrian King. Adrian King was almost, good. Probably almost better than the first movie. Uh, yeah. I I think part two was too short. I yeah. think they what, what was a cat, but it was definitely yeah. the kills in it were amazing. Yeah. Like the the one with the through the face with yeah. the wheelchair. Yeah. Come Jason's on. house loved it. Yeah, 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 and it was a real Jason. It was a it, yeah. The women in that movie are strong because it's like they're like you know what fuck this you yeah. know you're not gonna win. I, I appreciate that. So that being said, I would say see Megan. Yeah, yeah, see yeah. Megan. I, I like Megan a lot. I don't I, hate it. Yeah. It's just not for me. Okay. So now, talk about strong women. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to the sequel to arguably the greatest horror movie of all time. Which doesn't feel like a sequel. It just feels like a redo. Which is exactly what he wanted. Okay. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, directed by Toby Um So people did not like this when it came out. Some people did. Some didn't. I liked it. I saw it in the theater. I loved it since day one. But it's got some funniness to it. Toby said from the beginning in all the interviews, he's like, I can't remake the greatest horror movie of all time that was set in a certain time and do that. He had to make it different. Well, so he, what did are, that, he did that later with The Fun House, but that's another day. Yeah, that's not. That's yeah. another that's day, not everybody. That's not That's another um, day. So this is, we get comedy, we get the gore, we get the scares, we get the Saws family, and they bring all these guys back. Keeping but it But do you Texas. want that? Yeah. Okay, this is where we disagree. I am a huge Texas Chainsaw Massacre f- fan. I loved the... Grittiness, the scariness, the 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 realness, like this could really happen. And then they fucking give me t- a TCM too, and I'm like, I don't want a fucking comedy. I want I want to be terrified like I was in part one. Like Marilyn Burns, fucking like her screams were so real. And well, you, you, Carolyn Williams you, by the end goes crazy. Nah, Carolyn, listen, she is not viable. She's not viable. She's not she's she's not believable. She's that whole movie. Is nothing but her screaming. And it's like, dude, shut the fuck up. If you stop screaming, you might figure a way to get out of this. But instead, she's... And it's like, oh, my God. She only screams when she's being attacked. Dave, I just watched that movie. She screams through the whole movie, Dave. I swear to God. I watched it yesterday. Dave, I watched it yesterday, too. She screams and screams. And then at at the end, spoiler alert, she's on top of a fucking TCM mountain. Dancing like she's Leatherface, and I'm like, that's so yeah, dumb. Because she's gone crazy. Has she? Yeah, that's the whole thing. 
all the horror she's seen, she can't deal with it anymore. She's gone crazy at the end uh, after she's we, killed people. We really agree to disagree on this one. This one was a lemon. Oh, I, this so was a fucking lemon. Some of the, some of the best text, um, Tom Savini special effects oh, we've seen in years. I'm not saying anything like that. You want to go down that road? Right. Yeah, there was great special effects, great blood. Um, I, you know, I just, oh God, Bill Mosley. If anyone's ever pigeonholed themselves, it was Bill Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley, every character I've ever seen of him is the same fucking shit. I mean, well, I great think, I I think because people want him to be right. this because yeah, money. he's so good in this. Right. I, I mean, he's just, I mean, he plays Chop Top. Um, he really shaved his hair off in this so they could apply the appliance a little easier to his head because he got a metal plate. He is hysterical. Um, I, I just so, – so besides her screaming and it being funny – What's wrong with it? That's what's I guess wrong that, with it is it's a carbon copy of part one, except it's a comedy. Part one was terrifying. But part it's one, not. Part, oh, can I finish? Yeah, we're gonna fucking have a cat fight here. I just think part one was amazing, and it's it's you can't live up to part one. Part two, come, you know what? If, if let's just go there. Part three was better than part two. The rest of the sequels are terrible. This is no. the only one that matters. The guy from Dawn of the Dead's in part three, and he no. was better. No, part three's better, Dave. Have you actually watched it recently? Like five years ago. Okay, so then you really can't. You have to. We're gonna but, have to do. Part here we go. Three. No, part, part three's better, Dave. Part and actually, the one with McConaughey, who I fucking hate, Matthew McConaughey, lame, and Zellweger, lame. That fucking generation, Texas Chainsaw, whatever it was called, wasn't too bad. Wasn't bad. It's wasn't terrible. <laughs> and but, three turns into a slasher movie with Ken Forey. Yeah, but Le- Texas Chainsaw Three turns into a slasher movie. With Leatherface and some stuff, but see, but it, but for me, it goes back to typical real horror, like college students driving. There's no, com- there was no comedy in this one. This one went back to straight horror, right. and that's what I like. I don't. You like that comedy? Right. You like that fucking? What's that, that, re- that hook? That that um, coat hanger scratching? Yeah, that was great. gross. That was another thing that grossed me out. He kept eating his skin, and I was yeah. like, you know what? That's gross. Because they're a disturbing family. Yeah. The. Was the it same, the original dad from part one, by the way? I meant to ask no, you No, the only person who's in this who was in part one is the cook. He's this Jim Sido. He's the, the old the, guy. Not the old oh. – the guy who's the cook who does the chili cook-off. Oh, yeah. He's the same guy in part one and part two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the only person. But um, – Here's the sad part is I'm definitely going to order so it and some own it. <laughs> interesting thing. So Lou Perryman, who played um, the uh, the radio DJ, yeah. he um, was actually an assistant cameraman – on the first one, he's been friends with Hooper for years. Cool. And a really sad thing, 2014, a guy escaped from prison, broke into his house, and hacked him to death with an axe. It's awful. That's how he died. It's crazy. Do Weird we, shit. Do we agree, though, that Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original, might just be the best horror film ever? Oh, I would 100% agree to that. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I'm not doubting that. No, like, no, no, no. Just a standalone conversation for two seconds. Like, yep. if, like, the other day I was working at the theater and... It just, even though these people are in their 20s, like I would mention that movie. And I remember, I think you were there. A couple of them were like, huh? Yeah. And I was just like, how can you not know about yeah, that you have to the see. greatest movie of all time? Right. It's, it's, just, it's just a standalone, like, amazement of classicness. Right. And the funny thing is, there's maybe two drops of blood in it. Maybe. It's terrifying. It's terrifying. And Marilyn Burns was the perfect character. They were all great. I mean, th- they lived a life of hell. When you when you see them talk about it, I mean, that first movie is so. Dave, those it la- was 120 degrees. Those, yeah, those last moments of her in the back of the truck. Yeah, that scene has been stolen. I can come up with five examples. Right. Of girls getting away 
with blood covered screaming right. because she, it was so because it was it was so right. influential. And she lost her mind though the same way. Right, it, right, right, right. The but same hers, way. Her, hers was so believable because the whole movie was was done straight. That movie but was done straight. You, but part you, two wasn't done. But straight. we're laughing at things because Chop Top's character is funny and they make is funny he? comments. Is he? Oh yeah. Okay. Because I don't. But find, she still just she just still witnessed the person she worked with being skinned alive. They're trying to hit her in the head with a hammer, the same as part one. She goes through the same incidences. I get it. I, I I guess I was turned off by locations on this movie. I don't care about the DJ booth and the first. I don't know half of the movies like. In the DJ booth, and I'm just like, I'm so glad when they destroyed it. I was like, good, kid, just fucking ruin the place. Um, and then I did like when he came through the wall. Right. I thought that was kind of clever. Um, I did like the passages and like the the, yeah. the catacombs and all that. I don't understand what what having the DJ booth. It's just the, you... I felt like the movie took. I think they took too long on that scene. I think that scene was dragged out of her screaming, her in the room shutting the big door, and and it just went on and on. And by the time uh, Leatherface comes through the wall I'm like finally we're gonna get somewhere and then she plays the he puts the uh, chainsaw between her legs and she's like eh, eh, eh. and it's like it just it, a lot of it's just going on too long Dave. his girlfriend yeah you know but it's just going on too long like I understand what they're doing but it's like they it comes down to editing for me it was too long it was and I, I appreciate some of it but it's like and she goes in and out of like mood so fucking fast like one minute she's so terrified and the next minute she's kind of giggling and like you know, like, oh, you she like doesn't... me. I don't know. I, I just, I think it's a. T- you don't I, think? It, I think it's tough to do anything after such an epic original. But in other movies, you haven't seen the girl play like the, oh, I'm gonna be nice to you so I don't get killed, and then when you start to cut me, I freak out, which is exactly what she did. Unpopular opinion. I think the put up all the Texas Chainsaws, Adam. I want to see. Um, I'm going to have an unpopular opinion here of the movie, all of them, because there was one that I saw recently that, I, yeah, Texas Chainsaw 3D was very enjoyable. Oh, oh my ear. The one where he's in the, hurting my no, ears the, the one where he goes to the amusement park or the the uh, the carnival. Did you see that? No. Did, Dave, did you ever see it? No. Okay. I felt the same way you did, but I accidentally watched it, accidentally, and I was like, this isn't bad. No, Dave, it's actually not that bad. And it follows the storyline oh, from the original. that has... Yeah, I did see that. That has Alexandra Deodaro or however you say her name. Yeah. I have seen that. That one actually follows yeah, the original storyline. Yeah, she's a cutie going back to yeah. hard-ons and boners. Here we go. Um, I think that one actually felt uh, more true to the original. The way he was living in the basement and she came in and she discovered that she had a, a, a an uncle or a, But I don't want to see the same movie again. That's why 2 is well, so you, good. No, 2 is the same movie, Dave, except done with comedy. No. It's the same movie done with comedy. They're trying to... They're making the barbecue to get their name out there. They're hunting. They cut out a whole scene where they go and they kill, like, all these kids because that's why they moved to Is that on the DVD? Oh, yeah. I have to watch it. See, you should watch these things. Well, I just have to own it. I don't want to own it, but I have to complete the collection. I mean, they go out and kill, like, four people. Um, They kill a bunch of yuppies again. I don't think I saw Leatherface. I did see the Netflix one, and I enjoyed that. But Terrible. The original original was in it, right? Wasn't Marilyn Burns in that one? Uh, Maybe for a quick scene, but that movie's terrible. She yeah. was the old lady in the thing, yeah. I like the blood. I would say one, two, Three's part good. three is enjoyable, but <laughs> yeah. it's not better than two. And then I like the one that has um, Jessica Biel in it, the remake. Yeah, that was good. I like But that. then they did a part two to that one that wasn't was not good. as good, yeah. But Jessica Biel, was, that was actually an enjoyable yeah. remake. I, I do agree with you on that. Yeah. The Leatherface one is terrible. Yeah, that's, I really I really enjoyed, um, no, that's good. That's part three. Yeah. That's part three. I like that. Has that has great gore. That's all fine. Um, funny story. Um, part two has um, 
oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Dennis Hopper in it. Who? Yeah. What else has he been in, Dave? That's a dumb question, I know, but I, I was never a Dennis Hopper fan. What's his claim to fame? Easy Rider. Never saw it. <laughs> I, I know I need to see it, though. So Easy Rider, um, oh, Apocalypse, Apocalypse I Now. I never saw Apocalypse So now. he didn't get to speed in all those until Texas Chainsaw. He basically hadn't worked for a few years because he was insane to work with. Texas Chainsaw was like one oh, of Oh, I didn't like him in Land back. of the Dead. I, you know, Land of the Dead was so disappointing for me. Yeah, I don't know what I it agree. was. Oh, I just thought Romero really dropped the ball. Right. And then then the other one after that where it was like the McCoys versus the – there was another dead uh, – Survival of the Dead. Remember, yeah. like they were all like the. Yeah, oh yeah. They were all. Like, yeah, they get bad. Yeah, they get. They, they, yeah. yeah, yeah, it gets um, bad. Funny thing though, so on the set, he always looks crazy, on Texas Chainsaw Two, Dennis Hopper. Yeah. And it's because right before every take, he would spin in a circle for two minutes, so he was dizzy and his eyes were like. Yeah. Crazy. So we'd you know, have that I mean, look. Yeah. Going to Tobe Hooper, I mean, though. How can you not like a movie where he's got two small chainsaws like pistols and he's like fighting Leatherface? Yeah, the movie was not. was oh. not, was not. But Tobe Hooper, Toby, is it Toby or Toby. Tobe? Is it? I always say Tobe. Toby Hooper, Funhouse, definitely check it out. Do you say Nike and not Nike? I say Nike. All right. Then why would you say Tobe? Do you say Lezzy or Lesbian? <laughs> hmm. Very interesting. The Funhouse. Watch the Funhouse. Toolbox Murders was good. I like Toolbox Murders. And big disappointment was Mortuary. I thought it was the remake and it had nothing to do with it. Denise yeah. Crosby's in that. Yeah, I wouldn't even watch that. Yeah. But Crocodile I like Inva- was good. Crocodile I like Invaders from Mars. I like Salem's Lot. I like Poltergeist a lot. I oh, like, he did Salem's Lot. I like Life Force. I didn't know Toby Hooper did Salem's Lot. I love Life Force. Okay. Um, um, another Texas Chainsaw thing. <laughs> so it's a gold. Dave's really into Texas Chainsaw. I love Chainsaw. this movie. He's kind of like into Texas Chainsaw the way I'm into Linda Blair. Um. Golden Globus, Canon, they contacted Toby at Khan in February and said, we want to make this movie. They signed the deal and said, okay, we're going to make it. At the end of February, they shot the movie, edited it, and released it August 22nd of the same year. That's how fast they worked back then to get things done. Yeah. And when you watch it, it never looks rushed. The sets are amazing. The entire underground layer is phenomenal. Now, is that a... Re- that that in Texas Chainsaw they 2. created all that right. So the old um, the part where they go to on the top of the ground where they're in the the um, where you said it was like the TCM yeah. the Matterhorn it was a, a an Alamo sort of amusement park thing. But the That's underground gone. is all just prop. That's all prop. They built that in a building. That the interior of the radio station all of that was all in the same building. They created all of that in downtown wow. Austin, and wow. that building is now gone. Yeah, it was. I was really disappointed. Not to go back to Hell Night, but um, I spoke to the director about. I said, oh, I really loved, you know, you did Kimberly Crest out in Cal- Southern or Northern California. He, they did it at the, this location. And he was like, yeah, you know, the inside is just a, a mock-up. It's just props. He's like, that's actually not what it looks like inside. And I was like, oh, wow, really? I'm like, you didn't really film there? He's like, we filmed outside. Yeah. He's like, but it was going to cost, I think he said it was going to cost money to. Yeah. You know. Yeah, most of that stuff is just created. But the it, guys who did Texas Chainsaw, I mean. They created an entire world underneath the ground in that thing. It just looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I th- it actually looked like it was a real place. Yeah. And that's really hard to do. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, I mean, not a thumbs down, not a thumbs up. I just – I think it's hard to repeat the success of the the number one horror movie ever. So, you have a lot to live up to when you, when you are Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And didn't it take like 10 years for that to come out? Um, 13. 13. That's a long time to wait. But well, I, no, I, it's not, because if they made it four years later, it would have cheapened the whole thing. Yeah, you gotta wait. No, I I feel you on that. I just think that um, I mean, we waited that long. Is she after. hot, by the way? 
she's okay. Yeah. They waited that long after The Exorcist, and we got a terrible sequel. Yeah. It took till part three till we got a good one. Yeah, I walked out on part three. Never walked out on a movie. Walked part out three on, is amazing. I walked you didn't out walk out of one dark house or whatever. Sure. You, you, you didn't sit Showcase Cinema is number five in West Springfield. It was the fifth. It was like one through four, and then there yeah. was five. Yeah. Five, and then it was six, seven, eight. Yeah. And I was in five. I was like, oh, this is going to be – because five was like where they put – the movie that had been there for three or four weeks but was doing really well. So let's, we'll just put it in five because people are going to go. Walked out. I love part three. No, I get it. Part two is – I love Linda Blair, so part two you for You were me scared is, because the spider walk on the ceiling. Yeah. Oh, Exorcist is a tough watch, guys. But uh, out of all, I would say One Dark Night is yes. Megan is uh, probably more no. And then Texas Chainsaw for me is a no, yeah. part two. And obviously Dave is, you know. A little more. And as Chop Top would say, lick my plate, you dog dick. <laughs> yeah. Dog will hunt. I hope, you guys guy. en- I hope you guys enjoyed us today. Um, and uh, we'll be back with three more lovely, delicious movies to discuss. Yes. I don't know what we're going to pick, but you know we're going to have a little time now to get some good stuff together. Yeah. And uh, so Dave, Dave's going on vacation. Where are you going? Uh, Phoenix. We're going to eat food in, in, in Texas. And walk around. That's te- what we're doing. Where are you going, Texas? Phoenix. Wait, Phoenix. Is, oh, Arizona, right? Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that is. No. I don't know. If it's not the Bahamas, I don't give two flying yeah. fucks. If there's a casino there, Tom knows Casinos, it. hoes, mm. and warm weather, flip-flops, and dirty toes. Everyone knows. Come on. Why, would you go to Phoenix or would you go to uh, Atlantis, Bahamas? Exactly. All right. All right. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye.